I decided that it's weird, it's weird for one of us to be listening and not the other one. That's a good point. So next time... I, I need a headphone splitter. Like, ideally, four ways, so that when we have four people, we can put in four headphones and everybody can listen. I enjoy four ways. Yeah, there's a... You know that show House MD? No. Remember that one with Hugh Laurie? Oh, that. Okay. Maybe I should have just said House. Yeah, whatever. I've seen it both ways, you know. I've just seen House, but continue. I think in the title sequence, it shows up as House MD. We'll insert a clip here of the show so that um, everybody can see it. I mean, if this is our first YouTube episode, then sure, but... I don't yeah. see any cameras up recording <laughs> us, so... Not that you see. What I'm trying to say is that there's a line where House said, I'm now past three ways. I'm now into four ways. <laughs> you know what kind of four-way I'm into? Four-way kind of, stop? Well, yeah. I mean, well, I fucking hate four-way stops yeah. because no one knows how they work. Nobody's into four-way like, stops. It's super annoying. But my favorite, my, my favorite kind of four-way is when, like... You know, you have like a girlfriend mm-hmm. or a wife, and maybe you know she wants to experiment a little bit. So you have a couple friends yeah. come over, and you just kind of like like another couple. Yeah, and you just kind of like swap, you know, and enjoy uh, e- enjoy each other's company. I I enjoy people's company all the time, just in a different way than what you're talking about. Yeah, what kind of way do you think I'm talking about? Have I told you about? The Overnight, the movie with Adam Scott. You know, I think I saw you watching it one time, and yeah. I just... I really I like, didn't pay attention to it. I like that movie. Is that about a four-way? Oh, I I don't know if it's a spoiler to say, but yes. How is that a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I all you need to see is the cover of the movie where there's four people and they're all naked, so... I guess that's... Is that, that really the cover of the movie? I mean, they're co- they're they're covered on the cover, but... I feel like I feel like that poster can imply all kinds of things, though. Like, these four friends, what a predicament they're in. They got uh, kidnapped. <laughs> they ain't got no clothes on. And them. raped. Oh, man, man this went... I was going in, like, a much lighter direction. Oh. And you just went super You, you had a deep voice, so I was like, must well, be it's a like, It's like the movie trailer uh, voice. You know, yeah. like, in a world where four friends go on a vacation and get lost in the woods and get into shenanigans. Oh, see, the shenanigans is the part <laughs> that's throwing me off. <laughs> you see, know, it's like I uh, guess I guess the epic trailer voice guy could go either way, where he's where he's playing yeah, it like, for laughs. Like the thing is, like you never know which way you're going. Oh, well, I guess it is a little more playful when it's. It's a comedy. It's like four friends go out on an epic yeah, vacation. Yeah, because when you start like this, it's, it's either like an action things movie. Things are gonna go off. Yeah, it's either like an action movie or a, a dark, serious movie. Yeah, yeah. Of course, now if you hear it, you know it's a comedy because nobody uses that voice sincerely yeah. anymore. Well, some people do. Like more straight to DVD things do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we even have DVDs anymore? Yeah, we do. Okay. <laughs> I I have several. I, you know. I just thought everything's in the cloud now. I hope not. There's so many things I don't want people to know about me. Coming soon to the ethereal um, cloud above all our heads. 
the new movie with Adam Scott, The Overnight. Yeah, no, no one knows how the cloud works, okay? <laughs> Just like in that Jason Siegel movie yeah. that I don't remember the name of. Sex Tape. Holy, holy shit, that's so funny. Because, <laughs> like, I was about to say, it's about a sex tape. <laughs> and that's the title. No, yeah, they, they knew what they were doing when they were naming that one. Yeah, no fooling really around. Although, from the trailers, Cameron Diaz looked very attractive in that movie. Mm-hmm. And actually, Jason Segel did too. He lost a lot of weight. I like him. Um, but uh, it kind of makes me want to watch it. But, uh, yeah, you know. Um, I like watching attractive people. Damn it. I'm, I'm just. It's I okay. can never get the mic in the right. I know, it's these stands, it's these cheap stands. The Stand by Stephen King. It's The Stand by Stephen King. Yeah. It's The Stand by Me by Stephen King. Yeah, it's funny, he has The Stand and Stand by Me. One time I was talking to this woman about The Stand, mm-hmm. and I started mentioning things, she's like, that's not in that book, you've never read that book before? And she thought I was talking about Stand yeah. by Me. Yeah, which is not actually the title of the yeah. book. Yeah. And then, you know... Uh, sometimes there's like some similar things in Stephen King stuff. Like for instance, in Dreamcatcher, mm-hmm. it's like has like four kids like in Stand by Me, except they get like superpowers and shit. And then there's aliens and all this other weird stuff. Going yeah, on. have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. Okay, the movie's not good. The book also maybe not the best. I mean, it's interesting to read because he was su- like it was after his car accident and he was super high on painkillers and pain medicine when he wrote it. Yeah. So like it's the most trippy out there. Crazy thing. But there's references to Pennywise in it, who really? we'll talk about later in the show. Yeah, uh, but while we're on Stephen King, while we're on top of him... Uh, Smothering my, him. My, my mom showed me this video, and she didn't know that it was related to Misery. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just thought it was this funny video where this woman's freaking out in a in a Books a Million. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. That? Yeah, yeah. Is that just going around recently? No, it's it's been going around for a, a little while now. Okay. Yeah, there's that one, and then like, and now that it has come out, there's all these weird clown stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. So, well, the um, the video. I mean, you already know what I'm talking about, but for anybody who doesn't, the the video is this woman who's freaking out in this bookstore because they don't they don't have the any books by the guy who wrote Misery yeah, in the in, in the movie Misery. Yeah. yeah, the character I can't remember his name. Yeah, it's like Robert something, but yeah. uh, but um. She's doing the Kathy Bates character from that movie. Yeah. And uh, she's I, like, you guys don't have any cock a Yeah. It's really funny. Well, it's funny because my, my parents, I, I guess neither of, them, neither of them have actually seen that movie. So they saw that video and they were like, this is weird. My dad was like, this looks staged. And I was like, well, yeah, she's doing that character from that movie. <laughs> and I uh, found out what it is, is um, in 2011, there was some... Uh, there was some theater putting on the play of Misery, and that was their viral marketing uh, advertisement for the play. Wow, that's smart. Yeah, I thought so too. Huh. So that that video uh, oh, apparently dude. it it was, didn't was William Shatner in that play. Oh, I don't know. I swear to God, I swear to God, it was like Misery or some other Stephen King book that was a play that William Shatner was in. Hmm. Like for real. Um. Uh, he's it looks like Jared's googling it. We're gonna get the research team on that. <laughs> like he was in some interview I was watching. And he was like, "Yeah, I've really enjoyed being in this play." Or maybe I'm confusing him with a different actor. Man, all I know is like I really like William Shatner. <laughs> you ever thought about how uh, his name has the word "shat" in it? I have, I have, and it ends with "ner," so like it just makes it. I don't know, it just makes it funnier to me. It's it sounds like somebody who shats. 
Yeah. William Shatner. Yeah. He's like, I shat myself all the time. I'm a, I'm a Shatner. It's like it sounds like it's like a it's like a name for a certain type of people who's like into shitting themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like 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 there's like a certain sect of people. You know how like there's like people who are into things like people have like foot fetishes and like all that stuff. Well, like people who like like to poop on people, they're called Shatners. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to find what place he's in besides googling his entire. Um, Oh, uh, um, au of um, plays. Over, over, whatever. I don't know how to speak languages. Now we're just making noises. But uh, yeah, I like I like Bill. I like Bill Shatner. <laughs> That's <was> great. <laughs> <laughs> we watched that movie Death Note. You want to talk about that? I do. But before we do that. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hey, this is guys. Nothing is Funny, our 21st episode, and we're not drinking, and I'm upset about it. I'm having some day-old mellow yellow. I have two giant Dasani water bottles next to me. Because um, you're not having sugar. Well, tomorrow. Okay, starting tomorrow. I'm enjoying well, then, myself today. Yeah. But I can't drink other things on the show because I get thirsty. Right. I, I like being thirsty is the thing. Mm. That's what I'm into. You're just a thirsty mother effer. I'm a thirstner. A thirstner. Yeah, you're into thirst, thirst, thirsty things. Like what? Whenever I'm, uh, whenever I'm in a relationship, I'm like, "Hey, girl, don't drink." Neither of us can drink. <laughs> we just got to stay thirsty. <laughs> well, anyway, we got distracted for a second. I'm Carmel Johnson. And I'm Jared Queen. And this is Nothing is Funny, where we talk about nothing. Because sometimes, nothing is funny. Exactly. Um, but yes, I would like to talk about Death Note, the movie. The film on Netflix. The film. Can we call it a film? Can we even call it a film? I don't know. It's, a, it's, in, uh, it's in the cloud, so it's not on film. I need to stop with these cloud jokes, because they're not funny. <laughs> it's on Netflix, motherfucker. Hey, I'm gonna play a song. Okay. Is this the cloud? Is that what this is called? I've heard this song. I'm just it testing stopped. out. I'm just telling that, uh, testing out what I can do. And the only song that I have on GarageBand is that one five seconds. Oh, that right there that you just played. Yeah. So I hope everybody enjoyed it. Shut up, you whore. No one likes you. Anyway, so Death Note, the movie. Um, I just want to talk about it because, I mean, I need to rewatch it, I guess, which Do most you? people would say, no, you don't. Because, <laughs> I mean, it, I'm sure it's been out long enough. People know, like, what the buzz is about it. Um, but I got to say, I'm very conflicted. We were excited to watch this movie. We both like the anime. Yes. And I really am a big fan of Adam Wingard or Wingard. Wingardian Leviosa. Yeah, all that. Um, and, you know, he's directing the Godzilla vs. King Kong movie in 2020. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm really into that guy. He makes good movies. He's made Your Next and The Guest, and mm-hmm. he's done mm-hmm. the v- some shorts on v- the VHS movies. And he's really great. Makes good movies. I liked Blair Witch a lot. But I watched this movie, and I'm like, man, this is not on you. I don't know it's weird I, 
Well, that's because you like him. Well, no. You can't blame him because well, it's not that, though. Well, first of all, in this movie, he doesn't have his typical writing partner because okay. on all of his movies except this one, he has like a guy that he writes scripts with. Mm hmm. And it's usually like him, and he'll like he'll get like a story credit, but then his friend will get like screenwriting credit. And on this, I don't know who the writers are, but like he's never worked with any of them before. Yeah, it literally feels like it was Netflix going like, "All right, we got this script." Uh, well, actually, you know what it feels like more to me? They got him first. Is they got Adam Wingard first, and then they got, and he he's probably really excited to make a Death Note movie. But like Adam Wingard, I don't think he's a writer, from what I've seen. So, like, anyway, so they get him, they get the director, they get these actors, and they get Willem Dafoe's Ryuk, who's perfect. Like, mm. I mean, honestly, he really that's is. The, that's the best part, yeah. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, as Ryuk, he's great. Um, and they get, they get these great actors, and then they were like, oh, yeah, we have to write something. It's like, it's like Netflix, like, forgot that they had to write something. I don't know, it's well, weird. It's, it is really weird, because it's it's not just, like... It's not lazy writing, I wouldn't say. Yeah, I don't they, think it is either. It's just like... There's very deliberate choices that yeah. I thought were weird. Yeah, and the thing is, like, it's so different from the end. Like, well, that's, what's, that's what's okay, weird. Here's what's weird to me. I want to I wanna tell you what's weird to me. Is mm -hmm. they're making, they're clearly, it's clear that this is an adaptation, and they, were, they set out to make it different and unique, while still having the rules of the Death Note be the same, and still having Ryuk, who's the same character pretty much. That's fine with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're going to change everything so much and like pretty much make these characters unrecognizable, except for L and Ryuk, yeah. Yeah. Why, why even have it be... Called Death Note. Well, not even, not even have it be called Death Note, but like why even have them be playing those characters? Why aren't they playing new characters? Why isn't this oh, kind of like yeah, a yeah, pseudo-sequel or a pseudo-prequel to the anime? You know what I mean? Yeah, Like, they yeah. could have just easily done that. Just change the characters' names. And to be honest with you, I think a lot of the problems with it are fixed right there. Yeah, just Is, just have it be different just characters. Just have it be different characters. Because Light Yagami in this, or Light whatever his last name is, Turner. Light Turner in this, is not Light... From you know, the TV series. What it, what it actually is, is um, it's a fairly odd parent spinoff. Um, <laughs> Have you seen the live action movies with Drake Bell? Yeah, I've seen some of it. They're yeah. actually kind of creepy. Like, this is a sequel to that, except uh, instead of um, fairly odd godparents, he gets a death god. Yeah, he gets a Shimigami. Yeah. Well, a death godparent. I don't know. That's the thing that's just weird to me is like... Because in this in the Death Note universe, they have other great detectives besides L that they could have used. Yeah, you know, like from that orphanage and stuff. And it's just so weird to me because. Ooh, what if they what if they went to that orphanage, and like Light was just a or L was just a character that you saw in the files, and uh, the main detective was somebody else entirely. Oh man, why didn't they do that? I'll tell you, dude. I'm telling you, they, there's so many things that they could have done. Like, um... Okay, the, yes. What, what it is that they did was they took the premise of a guy finding a death note and being yeah. able to kill anybody, and a lot of the rules from the show are the same. Uh, and Actually, they, all of them are the same. Yeah. Everything was the same, rule-wise, going. Yeah, so, so that was what they um, decided to make a, a different story around with kind of the same characters... 
with different with little differences in personality. Which, well, not little different. They're big different. Like especially, um, what's his girlfriend's name? Mm, I don't know. I can't remember. In the show, it's like Misa. Yeah, it's, in this, it's Mia, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Misa and Mia are totally different. Yeah. They're 100% different. Like, well, she's just a new character altogether. Like, she's not inspired by Misa whatsoever. Like, yeah, correct. This this movie, the, the reason I'm so conflicted about it is because the stuff they did, it's not like it's bad. It's just like, it's not the characters from the show. Yeah. Even though they have the same names. Like, it's freaking me out. Like, well, I, it's a weird, like, mix. It's they, just... they basically... The, the things that I enjoyed in the show were not in the movie. Yeah. Like, like the main things that I enjoyed in the show exactly. were not in the movie. Yeah. So, like, the question, questioning of, like, is this really, like, a good thing we're going to be doing? Yeah. Like, all that good stuff. I'm, like... They they there's touch like a, on. The, there's a great cat and mouse game in the show too. That, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Is yeah. uh, how the detective yeah. how the how the detective team has to come up with plan after plan. Okay, I'm glad you're saying this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to get into spoilers for this movie. All right. I'm just warning everybody. You, so if you're interested in the movie, uh, don't listen you know, to just us. Just watch it. Um, Cut it off now. And then come back. I don't know. Come back in. Um, li- listen to us at Here, just, the 30 minute mark. Just cut us off right now. Go watch the movie if you're interested. Go watch. And then come back and listen to the rest of our episode. Um, but if you're not interested in the movie, then fuck it. You're not going to care either way. So, okay. So that's your spoiler warning. We're getting into spoilers in 3, 2, 1 now. Okay. So you get a little bit of the cat and mouse game in this movie. Okay. A little teeny tiny bit. And then L goes off the deep end like what's funny is Lakeith Stanfield is playing L so well and he's such a good he's so good at being this he's, character yeah he's really good at mimicking the yeah. um yeah he feels like he's he's the one of the few actors in this movie mannerisms feels like he is just pulled straight out of it from the anime even though he's black and not like super pale like in the anime yeah he still feels like the anime character like he still feels like he's in it and he's this is what the movie's trying to be and he's really great but when his character deviates so much from L and he like goes off the deep end yeah at that point I'm like well you're not L anymore because L wouldn't do this right yeah it's you know? uh like his, why his character's supposed to be the most calculating yeah person in the and world it's, it's weird it, they make him so emotional yeah in this like he's so attached to uh his name is the same in the show Watani Mm-hmm. They make mm-hmm. him so attached to Watney in this, which he is in the show as well. Don't get me wrong, but if what happened to Watney in this movie, which is you know he dies and you can't find him, if that happened in the TV show, Elle would handle it in a totally different way. You know, I what they are trying to do in the movie is make him like make it a big deal that this super detective, calculating person. Is, is now going off on the deep end. That's supposed to be the, the compelling thing yeah. to watch. But it, it just comes off as... But, but yeah, for fans uh, of the show... Not real. For fans of the show, you just get kind of mad. Yeah. You know? And I've never... I mean, like, in the movie, it makes sense for his character to do that because they set it up, you know, in the movie. Yeah. In the TV show, though, it's not like that. 
Yeah, and it just I, it just frustrates. Like I don't have that experience often of watching like, an adaptation and, yeah. and being upset about it. But this is the this yeah. is the time there's, that I felt like there's like actual stuff that made me upset. And literally, when I was watching the movie, I thought to myself, if these were different characters, I wouldn't care about any of this. Yeah, I, that's I, the thing. I, I wouldn't be upset. You mean? Yeah, like you you know what I mean. Like I wouldn't be upset. I would actually like what's happening on screen. But because it's these characters that I love, and it's supposed to be an adaptation of these characters, I'm like. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. I don't. I just. It just didn't make sense to me. Like, why are you doing this and not just naming the character something different? And plus, if they named the character something different, that would have stopped the whole whitewashing controversy in its tracks right there. Yeah. Like. Well, probably not though. Well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's you know the the Japanese versions like have Japanese actors. Yeah. So it makes sense for the American one to have American. I, I like to look at it like this. You know. Unforgiven is a movie made by Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Um, and there's a Japanese remake that I haven't seen yet. I want to see it really bad, though, mm. starring um, Ken Watanabe. And that's has... called Unforgiven Naru. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that's racist. But anyway. That's the name of it. Um, but probably, anyway. Probably not. Um, you know, there's a Japanese remake of that that has all Japanese actors. So, like, but, like, nobody gets mad about, I guess, Japanese washing. Whatever. Just, you know what I mean. Like, it's a Japanese remake of an American movie. Yeah. Well, the, the reason so, people just, get upset about it... It's because America's more diverse than other countries. Like, like I I get it. I'm, I'm going to open a can of worms now. I, no, I, 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 I get it, too. The, I get why people get mad. It makes I'm, sense. It, may, it makes sense to me when we're talking about um, Ghost in the Shell, where uh, the, there, hasn't uh, been, there hasn't been a live-action adaptation of that. Yeah, and we're talking about the the first. Uh, it's a big budget live live adaptation, and um, people feel like you're taking away the the heritage of that original yeah. project. Well, when you're, I will say this: the actual creator of Ghost in the Shell was like, I don't care that Scarlett Johansson's playing the major. No, yeah, I'm I'm not saying I agree cuz cuz I I haven't seen well, either. Here's and my, you know more about it than I do. Here's my thing with Ghost in the Shell is like it really doesn't matter what the major looks like because of the way that the story and the plot met, you know. Yeah. And the other thing is like well with the plot of the movie it, it really doesn't matter. But then also like uh if <laughs> I'm gonna say this right now. Everybody wanted Rinko Kikuchi to play, or Kinkuchi, however you say her name, yeah. to play the major. That makes sense. I wanted her as well. If Pacific Rim and 47 Ronin didn't bomb at the box office, we would have had Rinko Kikuchi play uh, the major in Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. But see, though, no studio is gonna back a movie led by an actress that nobody knows. Yeah, which is a shame because Rinko Kikuchi is such a fun name to say. Exactly. Everybody she's, should. Just she's say such it. a great actress. But that's the thing. Like nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna. The studios are like nobody's gonna pay money to to watch a movie with an actress that no, that nobody knows. Yeah. If we had a really popular Japanese actress that like drew people in to see movies, yeah, she would have been in the movie. Michelle Yeoh is too old now. Yeah, and I think she's Chinese anyway. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. The the only time you can get away with casting unknown is if your movie is called Star Wars. And exactly. That's, that's yeah. Because the then you can cast like Daisy Ridley. You're like, who the fuck is Daisy Ridley? I don't care. I'm gonna see Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. 
It's like yeah, it's like Star Wars and maybe maybe Jurassic World, but even that maybe like the Jurassic Park franchise, but even that had Chris Pratt and Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard. Yeah. Like no no big studio movie casts unknown actors and actresses. Like it's just it's just the way it is. And I know everyone's like, oh well, this could have been a good way to. But I have you know like Ghost in the Shell bombed pretty hard at the box office. Yeah. Mainly because it was just competing against too much, and also because of the whitewashing controversy. And the bad reviews probably didn't help either. <laughs> but it's like a perfect storm of just bombing. But anyway, I think it would have made less money if it had a Japanese actress in it like that no one knew. They You're right. I just, I don't know. I don't think it would have, I don't think it would have made money either way. Like, I just, Americans don't care about anime. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. That's I, I care about anime, but the, the mass, the vast majority of Americans don't care about anime. They think it's really weird. Mm-hmm. So, which it, some of it is, it's, some of it is, but a lot of a lot of magic in anime. Some of it's really great. So, I don't know. I don't I just, watch anything with magic in it. Anyway, the, the death, back to the Death Note review. I don't. I forget where, where we were now. I don't know. I just the thing is, I don't, I don't know. know where to land on it and how to recommend it to people. Well, there's things that you liked about it too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I liked the style, and I thought that the directing and the camera work was really good. I thought the actors were pretty good too. Um, well, here's uh, there's one thing I didn't like about the actors. Okay, the guy who plays Light when he's first discovering Ryuk. Yes, I didn't like that. But other than that, he was fine. He was, I didn't. He was very comically frightened. Yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand why he was so cartoonish in that scene. Yeah, and then the rest of the movie, he was like, he was good. He's, I was. It was weird. They uh, they were trying to be comedic and it just strikes you uh, really well, weird the only reason it's weird is because Light would never do that he'd be like I don't care what what here's here's my um, imitation of him you ready okay yeah he was very much he, he screamed like a girl it was, a, it was like a Shia LaBeouf in Transformers thing you know wait does he scream like a girl yeah, I think I remember in Transformers: Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should have been. Yeah, that's what it should have been. Uh, I would not. I actually, I take. I don't want to see that. I would. You want? You don't want to see Transformers fighting Jedi? That sounds badass. It wouldn't be good. I can. <laughs> I, I'm seeing it in my mind, and it's not. It wouldn't. Be it doesn't good. have to be good. It just has to have awesome moments. You know, like Optimus Prime. Teaming up with Darth Vader or something, but like oh, I am Optimus Prime. Do you think anyway. I could pull off Obi Wan Kenobi for Halloween? Yeah. Okay. A hundred percent. Like, <laughs> that's not even a real question. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, just do the accent. And you'll be fine. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you don't have to. It's Halloween. You don't have to be a good actor. Yeah, do be be, be Obi Wan Kenobi for Halloween. We're going to that Halloween party where we have to dress up. So yeah, last yeah. year I I went to a I went to a Halloween I went to a party where I didn't dress up. Yeah, you were pretty. Well, you know what I want to do? Wait, I remember. Oh, okay. I want to. I'm sorry. I'm so lost in thought. Yeah. I was trying to think of what party that was. It's real hard to remember sometimes. Not yeah. because I drink, but just because I don't have a good memory. <laughs> um, what I want to do is I want to just wear normal clothes 
And whenever anyone asks me, like, who are you supposed to be? I'll just say, I'm Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, everyone keeps telling me I look like Chris Pratt. And it frustrates me. Well, that's a compliment. Well, first of all, I don't think I look like him. Yeah. But second of all, like, I know which Chris Pratt they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Oh, I, I wonder which one I mean. I'm talking the one from, like... The first couple seasons of Parks and Rec, yeah. not Guardians of the Galaxy. He fell in a pit. Yeah. I'm talking about pit Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> fat Pratt is what people call it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because like, he wasn't even really fat. He was yeah. just kind of like, you know, tubby, I guess. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. One thought I had is that um, you and I could be Jay and Silent Bob. But then I wouldn't be able to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm definitely the talker. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a good idea. Oh, shit, bro. That's a good idea. I that's don't a, I don't want to shave, though. So actually, I kind of take that back. Yeah, I can't grow a beard like Kevin Smith either. Yeah, so. so there's that. No, damn. Well, I guess I'll be Silent Bob and, and you'll be Jay. But that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, don't worry. I'll just I'll just you know what I'm gonna do instead of doing the non-sugar diet. It's just a non-eating diet. Just I don't eat, I don't eat anything until until the Halloween party. Also known as anorexia. Yeah. Man, I wonder what that would be like. Being anorexic. Well, you just like not eating. Well, it would probably uh, not last very long because you'd die. <laughs> well, no, but you can live a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Without eating food, I forget. Well, it's different for, for everybody. It's uh, forty days if you're Jesus. Yeah, see, Jesus fasted for. There's people no, but there's people who fast for like super long periods of time. Yeah, like, Gandhi. Gandhi did it. Gandhi. I mean, he's dead. Let's let's think of some people who are alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, they all died. <laughs> no, but like, there's people who will fast for like a super long time, like you know, like a hundred days. That's like a third of a year, man. <laughs> I don't know. Can you can you really do that? I mean, okay, I'll say this. If you're, like, pretty fat, like, the best diet, really, is just not to eat. Because then you're... Because uh, then you're... I'm not... I shouldn't say that. No, I, I, I'm pretty sure that I have to disagree well, with that. I mean, that's not the best diet, but I will say, like, there's something where, like, the fatter you are, the longer you can live without food. Yeah. That's how it works. Uh, that sounds right. It's I like you, got, you right. got more in you. Yeah, I know that's right. It's got to be. Anyway, no, it, I remember learning it in science it's, class. It's got to be. It's not the best no, argument. No, I remember learning it in science class. So you remember they talk about this in science class sometimes. And sure. when we were in like middle school and high school. I didn't go to the same science class. Yeah. Also, I didn't pay attention in science class. So that would do it. I did. I just can't remember. There was one time in science class I uh, took the girl's sweater next to me and put it on and got in trouble because I was because <laughs> I was being distracted. How old were you? This is high school. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, quit being distracted. Yeah. Oh man, I, I feel like you were a cut up in high school. I really, I wanted to be. I wanted people to think I was funny, but I was too shy to like be the class clown makes sense the only time I was ever the class clown is if I was like really stoned in class yeah yeah which really, was uh, makes you less inhibited which was almost every day it made you well what's funny is like it depended on what 
type of high I was. Yeah. Because there's different types of high. So like if I was a hyper high, I'd be really funny. But if I, most of the time I was just really mellow and chill. Okay. Do you think that in it, the it, Pennywise is all a metaphor for somebody who's high, and it turns him into a clown? Well, I, I I think you're stretching just a little bit. I think if you really think about it, the movie supports that a hundred percent. Because, like, high people um, like to eat children's arms and shit like that. I told my mom I was going to go do the podcast. And um, and she was like, all right, you, you guys have fun cussing. I was like, all right. Oh, does she listen to the... <laughs> she must have listened, which is bad for oh, everybody damn. involved. That, yeah, that really sucks. <laughs> well, I feel like it's it's worse for me. Oh my god, the deer. It just ran. Oh yeah, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a, he ran across the street? Yeah, he ran there. That's our deer neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> there are a couple deer who hang out in our backyard and stuff. It's really fun. There's a there's a cool video that I'm not going to do justice to now, but there's like this guy who's like come on bro come on get yourself some food bro and he's like talking to this deer and it's really funny the way he's talking to him so you should look that up <laughs> well every time I walk out and if I see them in the backyard they just look at me like yeah <laughs> well, that, yeah that's that's the deer look oh can I talk can I talk to you about um can I talk to you for a second about my dad mm-hmm. okay so we're gonna get into talking about it for a little bit I, I wanna say that I really loved it um <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it's a great movie. Uh, I've seen it. Uh, yeah, I uh, I can tell that you you uh, like it a little bit. I've seen it a few times. How many is that? Well, why do I? Have to is, say? Is, I I I'm coming. I, mean, off I, as, I literally just ca- got home from seeing it. From seeing what? It. But don't. You're not gonna win this. Uh, you you've seen it. You've seen it a few times now. Yeah. F- f- four. No shame in it. Uh, when 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 movie pass becomes a real thing, and yeah. and all our our fingers are crossed that the day is gonna happen where we get our cards in the mail for Pete's sake, uh, there will be no shame in going to see movies a hundred times. Well, maybe a little bit, dude. I hope I get my freaking movie pass before Justice League comes out because yeah. you know they keep showing that shortened version of the extended Justice League trailer in front of it. <laughs> Yeah. It's so it's so awkward to watch it that way. <laughs> the shortened version of the extended trailer. Well, like, well, no, it's just awkward to watch it that way because, like, the is it the teaser of the preview of the trailer? Of yeah. The... Well, like this is like the Comic Con footage that they released, and they shortened it down to just two minutes for the mo- for it. Yeah. You know, which that four minute trailer was great because like it showed you like what the tone of the movie is going to be like without really telling you anything like that's going to be in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really like trailers like that, man. But, like, it's so awkward to watch it like that, because that, I know it's not supposed to look... It's not supposed to be that way. But anyway, I was watching that, and every single time it comes on, I'm just like, I'm going to have to see this movie, like, so many times. That's the that's the real reason you've seen it four times. <laughs> so you can see... The, the Why would I do that? It's on the fucking internet. <laughs> and it's longer. Look, I just know how you are. No, I've seen it four times because Jesus Christ, it's amazing. It's a good but movie. anyway, I want to talk to you about my dad really quick. My dad is so funny when he watches movies. As a matter of fact, sometimes I'm like embarrassed 
to be in the movie theater with him. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't really know how he's going to react to things. Is he, like, vocal? Oh, like, just the way he laughs. Like, when he laughs at things. Like, he'll laugh at things no one else laughs at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he'll go, <laughs> And yeah. it's like, oh, Dad, stop laughing. No one else is laughing. Dude, I felt like that person when I went to see TJ's play a little bit. Because... Oh. It, well, this is different. Well, it, it's different, but um, shut up. The no, because <laughs> I'm the so in this play, there's the the ghost of this kid or the ghost. Like you, you don't know if, uh-huh. if uh, TJ's character is, is just seeing him in his head. Um, the I I thought that the ghost was like funny. He was saying stuff that that, <laughs> that was like. Uh, like he was like, I died before I even got to have sex, and and I'm like, guys, this is hilarious, and I would laugh and stuff, and and other people like laughed a little bit, but I'm never the the person who's laughing I know, the most. Man. I know man. it was it was weird. It reminds me of when me and my dad would see Kevin in the Woods, and it was me, him, and two other and three other people in the theater, and this was opening weekend. Because <laughs> yeah. Cabin in the Woods did not do well at the box office. Yeah. But it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. But, you know, I was expecting, I didn't know what to expect with Cabin in the Woods. I expected like a, a pretty standard horror movie that was written by Joss Whedon and directed by Drew Goddard. I mean, holy shit, right? Of course I'm going to go see this movie. That's a good pair. Go see it, and I'm like, wow, this movie's hilarious because it's like a satire on horror movies. Right. And so, me and my dad were laughing so hard in that movie. And it was great. But I want to tell... Two things I want to tell you about my yeah. dad. So the first thing is that Kevin the Woods... One really funny thing is... It was just me, my dad, and literally three other people. And the other two people... Two, two of these people were a couple. The two people who were a couple, by the way... Totally empty theater. Totally... Just nowhere... Like... Nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide. Nowhere to run to, baby. <laughs> nowhere to hide. Anyway. Um, That's our just, lyric of the week. <laughs> Just, you know, there's like, uh, just, it's totally empty. And this, uh, I remember it was an Asian woman and her boyfriend. I don't okay. remember what, what her boyfriend looked like because she was attractive and I didn't care about what he looked like at the time. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and you weren't gay then. Yeah, now I'm gay and it's all your fault, really. I just, I can't help but live. When I live in it with a guy who's as yeah. attractive as you. I get it. Yeah. You just, it's ridiculous. I'm just like. The wideness of your eyes is frightening. <laughs> Good. Uh, anyway, uh, and they come in, and literally, she comes over and sits right next to me. <laughs> yeah. And her boyfriend's on the other side of her, and she's me, my dad, this Asian chick I don't know, and... The whole gang's here. And I'm like, what are you doing? And it was so awkward. Literally, I was like, I kind of have my arm on the thing, and she sat down, and I went like this. And just sat like 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 I was like confining myself, like, yeah. like making myself really small in the seat. And so the movie ended up being really funny. Me and my dad were cracking up so hard. Yeah. I guess it was hard for her to hear. So in the middle of the movie, she gets up. And I think she's getting up to use the restroom or something. No, she was just going on the other side of her boyfriend yeah. to sit down. Well, you know what it was? It's like she was into a four-way. Yeah. She wanted to turn well, that into a four, four way. See, I don't want to have a four way with my dad. But anyway, the other thing is, I found out what you my dad, weirdo. what guy my dad is. He's okay. the weird guy, because like, well, like my dad, he's really hyper, and a lot of times he sits bug eyed and he's like, yeah, I can see it. Like he's like just looking all over the place and just his eyes are really big. But 
he's so fucking weird and awkward because like <laughs> no he really is because like first of all he's like this weird blend of people yeah he's like he's like the the really like you know loud guy in the theater who like eats really loudly and laughs loudly and like oh. stretches and like puts it you know i mean if other people if there's a lot of people in the theater and there's not people sitting around him yeah then he does that you know and he'll like stretch right. out okay. you okay. know and like put his leg up and he seems like the guy who's like just trying to take up as much space as possible like he's getting fucking comfortable he's as hell. yeah and he's like you know like that guy like the guy who like thinks he just owns the place yeah but he's also blended with like the weird kind of socially awkward guy who will just <laughs> fucking stare at people oh no <laughs> because like every time someone will walk in like uh, and be walking up the stairs yeah he would do this and just stare at him just look at them and just follow them as they walk up <laughs> and go to their seat. Like, he's just, it's just so funny to me. Like, he's just sitting there just eating his popcorn as loudly as possible and just oh, watching no. and just watching. Like, this one lady, I could tell she was super uncomfortable. Like, just a standard normal lady. Wasn't like she was Nicole Kidman or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I say Nicole Kidman because she lives here. So, like, she could have walked in the theater. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and I've never seen. Her. It's it's not like she's famous, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, just a, just a standard woman. Yeah, just walks in. My dad just like, yeah, just immediately stares at her and walks. And I could tell she was so like she made eye contact with him. And my dad, you don't understand. He didn't break eye contact. He didn't even fucking blink. Oh no! He just is like this, and like just he didn't, he <laughs> and, he, and he, he groans. Wasn't, he wasn't making that noise. Yeah. He, uh, sorry, that was a bad example. He's just fucking staring at her with his big fucking bug eyes. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, like hyper as hell. Well, he's like, oh, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> eating his popcorn while he stares at this woman walking up the stairs. And I'm just like, Dad, oh my god. As long as he is not that guy that was in the theater when we went and saw Free Fire with Tomas. Oh that? yeah, that was hilarious. Well, there was some trailer where it was like from the maker of such and such, and the it was Guy Ritchie. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I remember, no, no, it was, it was the King Arthur trailer, and the trailer ended, and the guy went, Guy Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> you know that haunts me still. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't blame you. It's just like, man. I don't understand. He, that guy was... I know who that director is. I know. Like, it's like, okay, so it's just him in there with us. Yeah. And that was kind of awkward in itself because he was sitting behind us and I was like, no, this guy doesn't end up being like a serial killer or something <laughs> that like kills us. Because like anytime I go in the theater and like there's only like one other person, I have to sit behind them. I just right, do it, just right. in case they like do some kind of freaky stuff. And it's always been like this, even before like theater shootings were a thing, really. Yeah. It's all I've always been that way. Like when I would see Nacho Libre by myself when it came out, I forget what year. That was in like middle school. Yeah. Uh, it was me and one other guy. I'm gonna say 2009. Department. Probably. Who knows? Well, it's a catch twenty two in theaters because. Um, if you're behind the person, then you can't get out without. Uh, getting by them. I know, that's why you just hold it. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I had a really fun time the other day when I went to see Logan Lucky. It was just me and Shaylin. Yeah. You know? And I kept thinking to myself, like, hmm, is Tomas okay with this? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I was off. I was off a bit. Nacho Libre is 2006. Booyah! (laughs) Middle school. (laughs) 
I just I just turned into cyborg. Booyah! Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he better say that. Oh, in he, the movie. He, he, I think he will. I think he will. I don't know. I'm don't actually. Know. I'm gonna make predict prediction that he doesn't. Uh, I'm gonna say he is, and here's why. Okay. Um. All right. So you know, I think Zack Snyder likes to take his time with the whole character development thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why, like, Superman has not become fucking Superman yet. Because he just started. And everyone's like, why isn't he smiling? Why isn't he happy? Why isn't he Superman? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's called character development. But, you know, <laughs> they're they're rushing it. It's an odd choice to kill him before he becomes who he is. No, it's not. No, because now he knows that the world needs him and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, shut up. It's not important. Um, but with Cyborg, I think what he was going for in this movie at first was, like... He's just now turned into Cyborg. And for those people who know Cyborg, um, he, uh, Jesus Christ. He, um, people bother me. Three, three vibrates in a row. That's an emergency. Um, <laughs> it's not at all. Okay. Um, but when he first starts off, this man's not happy that he's Cyborg. He's depressed. Yeah. He's like, oh my God. I'm never going to be the same. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. He's a cyborg, for God's sake. Yeah. So he's upset and depressed. So I think that's what Snyder was going for at first. And I think I think, I think, think what we've seen of him is when he's still like kind of cyborg and like a little depressed. I yeah. think he's going to lighten up as the movie progresses. Okay. You know? That's, what, that's my prediction. I think he'll start off kind of somber and then, the, and then he'll lighten up as the movie progresses especially since Joss Whedon has taken over and he said that he's going to make Cyborg funnier so whatever I don't know we'll see what happens I'm really nervous about Joss Whedon taking over because here's the thing I've seen the Avengers and I want Zack Snyder's Justice League I don't want Joss Whedon's Avengers again yeah so I mean people can complain about Zack Snyder all they want but the man, first of all, he knows how to he knows how to direct a movie. He directs the hell out of out of a movie, and you know, I just enjoy. I just want to see. I I want to see different fucking superhero movies. <laughs> I'm so sick of seeing yeah. the same old shit. That's why I enjoyed Wonder Woman. That's why I enjoyed Logan. That's why I didn't really like Spider Man. That's why I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy though, because okay. that was different. Okay. Ah, we've had this. This is what this podcast is about by now. Just. We've had this conversation. <laughs> I know. It's just no one listens. Whatever. It's fine. Well, you know, we're we're getting the movies though. We're getting we're getting Zack Snyder's movies. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna I be. I don't okay. think it's. I'm worried. I'm so nervous that Joss Whedon hasn't respected him and just has totally changed everything. Yeah. It worries me. Ah, uh, I'm just. I'm nervous. We shall see. Cause like you know he got rid of Junkie XL. Junkie XL was doing the score. And he replaced him with Danny Elfman. And you know, Danny Elfman did the score for Avengers Age of Ultron. Do you remember any other score from Avengers Age of Ultron? Well, no. Hum some of it right now. <laughs> no, that's uh, not it. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Junkie XL is the guy who helped give us the Wonder Woman theme. Yeah. It's memorable. I like superhero mo- Like, one of my favorite things about Batman v Superman and Man of Steel both is the score. Junkie XL is Hans Zimmer's protege. He also did the score for Mad Max Free Road. I think to myself, why would Joss Whedon replace him for? What? what why I don't do you, understand. Why, Joss? It just doesn't make sense. You, you said you're going to respect his vision, and then you immediately fire the composer? Well, but... But... There's... 
You've ruined Christmas, Joss. I mean, I will say it happens a lot because the guy who they hired originally for Blade Runner isn't doing it anymore. Like, none of his yeah. stuff will be in. It'll be someone else. Um, so, whatever. Um, no big deal. It happens. It's just, like, it's frustrating because I'm like... You know who was vocal when um, when we went to see It the first time? <laughs> the guy I was sitting next to, which was uh, Gummy. <laughs> who... Um, who, uh, anytime something scary happened, he said something like, Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know what really gets people every time in the movie theater, though? Mm. Every time I've seen It all four times, the whole, Egg Boy, and then it cuts <laughs> to him chasing him, people freak out so yeah. hard. Like, you should have... Egg Boy. And you know what's funny? My dad, my dad has seen, like, a lot of... My dad's seen some shit. Um, yeah, he's like he sees a lot of scary movies, and it wasn't as fun watching it with him because during that Egg Boy scene, everyone else around us was freaking out, and he just sat there. And actually, after that, he whispered to me, "So when is this gonna get scary?" And I was like, "God damn it, Dad! Just enjoy yourself." Yeah. I mean, he loved it, but still, he was like, "But no, yeah, that part gets people every single time." And Gummy, like, okay, Gummy, it's funny. He loves horror movies, but like, he they scare him too, so it's yeah. Cool. I remember when we watched Evil Dead 2013, which isn't even really scary. It's just really bloody and gory. Yeah. And, I mean, anytime anything would happen, he'd be like, Oh, shit! I hate you, Carmel! I hate you! I didn't want to watch this! Why'd you make this, Carmel? (laughs) So, it's really... Oh, my God. It was so funny, dude. Um, Uh, Anyway, that's my recommendation for it. Uh, Yeah. Because if you want to see a movie that makes bad words comes out of people's mouths... That's and honestly, if you haven't seen it by now, first of all, what the fuck are you doing? Like, who are you? Because everyone has seen this movie, it seems like. Um, but also... Uh, Actually, that's the per- the people who don't want to see it are the people who don't like the bad words coming out of people's mouths. I wouldn't yeah. recommend it for those people. Yeah, because the kids do swear a lot in this movie. Yeah. For good reason. I mean, they're being chased by an evil, scary, seemingly all-powerful clown. Yeah. So, you know. But anyway, um, yeah... Like, yeah, it's definitely, definitely worth it. So. Let's, um. Definitely worth seeing. It. For me, it's the movie of the year so far. That's it. Okay, so you, uh, is, is that your, fav- your favorite movie of the year? No. No, okay. Because it didn't come out before August. Uh, right, right. So we're going to talk about our favorite, because I wanted to do this thing. Are you done? Yeah, welcome to the next segment of the show. It's called the best movie of the year before August. <laughs> well, like the so far or whatever, like the of the first half of the year. Yeah. Cause summer's pretty much over. So I guess we can include August movies, but to be honest with you, did anything come out in August that you really liked? What um oh no, I'm not prepared for this segment. When did these movies come out that I like? <laughs> Oh no, I told you we could do this and I don't know a thing. Sucks for you. I have a list of my favorite movies so far this year, so. Hold on, let me do some quick research while you tell me about. Is this. First of all, do you want to talk about. Well, I do want to mention just two movies 
that I've seen this year. That are your favorite movie. Well, no, no. These are just two that, like, I think you need to see. These aren't, like... I mean, these are some of my favorites, but it's not my favorite favorite. Like, I'll tell you what my favorite favorite is. Okay. But just these two movies that you need to see, and don't write them off. Don't be like, oh, Carmel, you're just dumb, and you have... I'll try my best. (laughs) Bless you. You have weird taste, but... I'm going to tell you about one because I don't think a lot of people heard about it. Now, this did come out after August or during August, whatever. But okay. I just want to say, if you haven't seen Wind River, yeah, you should definitely see Wind River. It's very good. I haven't, and I want to. And uh, you'll like it a lot. Um, and then the other one I want to say, if you haven't seen yet... Go on. Are you done? I'm I'm ready. I'm just it's weird that you're being so rude this episode. I I don't understand it. I got excited about a new way of recording things, and now I just want to make as many noises as possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, I understand. Um, and the other one, and don't don't laugh. <laughs> but the other one that I think people need to watch is Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. You've told me that. Yeah. It's, I, You've told me that enough times that I guess I should watch it. Yeah, I mean, I will tell you this. You kind of should probably watch the other ones before you watch this one. There's like eight of them. Brother six. <laughs> okay. And we've already seen the first one together. It's true. So. I'll just jump to the next one. I'll know what's going on, right? Actually, yeah, you will because there's a little... Like, <laughs> well, like, it's a recap. Okay, you know what's funny is every single movie starts off with a recap. But yeah. then like they'll change things. And huh. you're like, wait a minute. Just didn't fucking happen in the last movie that's really interesting yeah it is it's 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 really funny um oh no um but anyway sorry i keep getting text messages from people that are like this thing oh no i'm so popular um anyway but you know what my favorite 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 movie is this year of the first half of this year first year this year of 2017 the year of our lord are you ready tell me Power Rangers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All I did really like Power Rangers. <laughs> go, go, Power Rangers! Do, 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 Hold on. Let, let, me, let me guess. Should I guess what it is? Try and guess what it is. I gotta look at the Hold movies. On, wait. I'm really nervous that it, we might have the same movie, though. Oh, uh, well then, is it Dunkirk? No, oh. it's not. Okay, cool. Although I did, I was really close to getting it to Dunkirk. Okay. The prestigious award of... Uh, Carmel's favorite movie of the first half of 2017 goes to... Logan. Ah. Yeah, I know. A lot of people have kind of forgotten about Logan. But goddamn, do I love this movie. Yeah. Like, I, and I'll tell you why. It, you know, at first I thought like, okay, maybe it's just because it's like nostalgic or whatever. And like, this is Hugh Jackman's last turn as Wolverine. Yeah. And we're never going to see him. And also, apparently, it's Patrick Stewart's last time. As Professor Xavier. We'll see, though, because he was in an interview where he'd say he would show up on Legion as Professor X if they wanted him to. And I would be... I would fucking love that. Oh, my God. But anyway. um, It would mess up the timeline even more, but who cares? (laughs) Um, Who knows what's going on in that show? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't mean, like, what's going on in the show. I mean, like, just the X-Men timeline continuity in general. Like, what the hell? But Logan is... It's truly just amazing. And it's not, it has nothing to do with, like, I grew up with this character. Yeah. You know, because, like, uh, it's kind of, you know what it reminds me of? Can you imagine a world where, like, say, Michael Keaton played Batman in every movie 
Like, they continued his series from 1989, and they were just now ending it. Yeah. You know, like, you know how emotional that would be for so many people? Yeah. That's kind of like what this is is like. Yeah. You know, they're ending... It's like the end of an era, you know? And, and really, Hugh Jackman and Tobey Maguire, both, really. But Hugh Jackman, more so, like, he kind of started the whole comic book craze phenomenon. Yeah. You know? I know it was his say, idea, I think. Yeah, it was. He was like, you know what? You know what people really like to see? Comic book movies. Yeah. Some dude was like, shut the fuck up. He's like, I'll prove it to you. But you know, he really is like uh, the the Stan Lee of the X Men movies because even when he's not in it, they. they put I know. Him yeah, in. he's in first class. <laughs> yeah, he just shows up. He's like, but you go fuck yourself. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> but anyway, um, I would pay Hugh Jackman to tell me to go fuck myself. I would too. And then I'd be like, I'll do it just because you told me to. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and I would think of him. But no, he. <laughs> yeah, you put that in my. Anyway, <laughs> just. Wow, <clears throat> yeah. his Wolverine workout and diet. The workout's not the thing that freaks me out. Because I can. Because I. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, working out three hours a day, if you have. You know, he has the time to do that. I don't have the time to do that. Yeah. But working out three hours a day, like, you can do that. And you'll eventually get used to it and, like, be able to do that, you know, three hours a day. Yeah. That's the whole thing of working out is eventually you get used to it, so then you got to push yourself harder and blah, blah, blah. It's the diet. <laughs> like, the man eats so much. Yeah. Like, for Wolverine, he ate, eats like five humongous meals a day. Yeah. Just ridiculous amounts of food. And I just think about I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. You know, I think eventually I could work up to be able to do the three hours a day thing. But, like. But which, the consumption of food. The, the amount of food that the man has to eat. That's the real horror story. Just it freaks me out. But anyway, I just really love it because it first of all it juggles multiple genres. Yeah. And it 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 gives you a satisfying conclusion to a character that you've loved for years. Um, it I don't know. It just has like emotional weight to it. It has like real like meaning and depth to it. And it's just baffling to me that. I mean, in front of you on screen, it's just a dude with fucking knives coming out of his hand, stabbing people in the face. But there's so much more to it. Yeah, what I uh, I remember telling you this after we saw it, that Hugh Jackman, he looks like a real person. He looks like a real old person. Yeah, but he, you know what's funny? You see him in real life, he doesn't look like that at all. Yeah, they... they uh, <laughs> his physicality in this movie is amazing. I like it when, um, when people don't look made up uh, like supermodels yeah. in the movies. I know, I, I do too. I really like it a lot. I mean, like, every character in this movie just looks fucking worn out and tired. Yeah. They're just like, damn, man, just leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> every single person is just like, for the love of God. Like, you know what he reminds me of actually in this movie? Hmm. He reminds me so much of Clint Eastwood in Unforgiven. Hmm. Like, it's funny, I mentioned Unforgiven earlier. But he reminds me so much of Clint Eastwood in, in Unforgiven, yeah. where he just has that grizzled, like, he used to be like a super hard-ass, badass motherfucker, but now he's like old, and he just wants people to leave him the hell alone, and nobody will. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has that reputation, you know? And like, it's just like, I really love it. it. And you know what makes me sad is, I think, like, the whole like Oscar voting thing and stuff, mm -hmm. and like, pushing the movie to get Oscars, I think Fox is still going to push but it's not going to get what it like deserves. I think a lot of people have forgotten about it. I think it came out too early. I will say if it had come out any later, I don't think it would have made as much money as it did. So they released it at like the perfect time. It's just like yeah. 
you know, I do wish I do wish they had released it more closer to awards season. Well, that's how you determine if a movie's good is if it wins awards. Well, that's not what I mean though, because I just want it to get the respect it deserves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know a lot of people love it, and I just the whole reason why people watch the Oscars and stuff is because when they when people win things that they like win things are like oh yes finally like they get the recognition that they deserve right and, you know we just talked about Hugh Jackman and and Patrick Stewart both in this movie in a perfect world this movie would be nominated for so many things it would be nominated for best picture mm-hmm. probably best original screenplay or best adapted screenplay I bet is what it would be probably um, best set design. Best actor for Hugh Jackman and best supporting actor for Patrick Stewart, because both of them are so good. Because Hugh Jackman, you know, he's had, he has that great physicality as Wolverine, but his performance as Wolverine in this one is just so above the other ones. Yeah, and like like I said, his physicality, like it's not really the makeup and stuff that makes him look old. It's him. Like he's a he somehow he was able to like make himself feel like just you look at him and you're like, dude, you look you look rough, bro. You know what I've just kind of thought about uh, based on you saying that is most of superhero movies are kind of about the the threat of the villain comes up and the hero has to stop the villain and that's like the 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 story of the movie. But yeah. Logan, it has that, but it's it it really is so character driven about Logan that yeah. it, it's about him getting his. Just his closure, yeah, and his redemption, and just him finally dealing with the fact that you know there's a reason why they decide. You know, I think in the original script and the the original idea was for you know because he fights himself in this movie. You know, it's like X twenty four or whatever the yeah. fuck. Because like X twenty three is in this, and there's X twenty four who's like that's what Hugh Jackman actually looks like. It's like <laughs> that dude, like that young, healthy looking, yeah, like super buff guy. So that's cool to see that contrast there. Um, but, uh, you know, originally I'm pretty sure it was going to be Sabretooth, you know, yeah. which still would have had like a similar impact because it is something from his past that's haunting him and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but like, it just works so much better mm-hmm. because like there's the part where, um, spoilers, I guess, but. <laughs> Uh, there's the part where Professor X dies. Yeah. And, like, that part really gets to me because he sees Wolverine stab him in the chest. But it's not him. You know, and that's, like... And Wolverine is, like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't do this. Yeah, and yeah. Like, that's, the, that's the part of the movie that, like, gives yeah, me chills. And it's, like, something... You can tell it's something that he's always feared. Like, he never wanted to be the guy who... yeah basically killed his father figure you know like but it's always something he's been like afraid of you know especially when you see how professor x is in the movie yeah you're like you know it's there's just so much meaning and and i don't know there's just so much to it and i'm just like it's literally like the perfect movie like everything is just i, I can't think of one thing to change or take out i'm there's very few times when i'm watching a movie and I'm like, well, you could make this better here, or make this tighter here, or make this better here. Yeah. You know, I hear some people say that the third act of Logan unravels, and I'm like, I disagree. I think it's fine the way it is. And I'm like, everything about it is just fucking perfect and great, and it gave me everything I wanted in a Wolverine. And there's, we're back. Um, yeah, Wolverine's good. 
Uh, and my I liked Dunkirk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause well, well, let's mention for a second that it, the the mics cut off for a second and didn't record some of the stuff I said. So I just kind of want you to talk about Dunkirk. Um, Dunkirk feels so real to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's what that's one of the main things I look for in a movie is if it feels honest whether we're talking about like uh like it doesn't have to be realism yeah but in this movie it's realism like logan is it's an honest like it's just a straightforward yeah yeah character study and and that's kind of what happens in dunkirk is you you uh it's not a war movie uh like other war movies where it's about watching the action um it's it's about watching these characters and how uh how they have to uh how they have different battles to fight Mm -hmm. yeah um and uh and and it really uh feels so real because because you know christopher nolan goes to great lengths to uh, make everything practical uh, make everything actually Mm -hmm. there on screen yeah man um and so, the, seeing that in uh, IMAX, in, he, I know, dude, it was awesome. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's he's a director who honestly um, he's the master of IMAX. To, yeah, he's the man. He's he, he's done it. There's uh, there's nobody um, who yeah. can rival him right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I, you know, a part of me really, 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 really wants Steven Spielberg to like really get it back. Yeah. And like try to rival Christopher Nolan, you know? I just want to see those two motherfuckers compete. <laughs> you know? They just go head to head. I know they're yeah. probably best friends, but like I just want to see them like, <laughs> you know? Um, they probably hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Rrr." laughs> um, but no, I just, you know, yeah. Well, hey, I have a question. Do you yeah. think this is Nolan's Oscar movie? Uh, I, I could see it being, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, okay. I mean, I'm not one for predictions about that stuff because because who knows how the politics are gonna play yeah. out i will say warner brothers has enough money to push both that and wonder woman yeah so they could both get it man so wonder woman can get it that's what carmel said well i'm talking like a best picture nomination so wonder woman think. can get it she can get this dick <laughs> oh, <Wow. God. laughs> that was uh i'm a feminist i promise I like making jokes. Um, <laughs> we've we've talked for too long. Really? We're at an hour six. But I want you to talk more about Dunkirk. Should we save it for next episode? I mean, I don't, I'm not going to want to talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Okay. Well, that's that's fine. What, what else? What else needs to be talked about about Dunkirk? If I mean. Yeah. I really, uh, I think most people should like it. <laughs> you know, a lot of times, I uh, I'm reserved about my recommendations because um, I. Well, you have a very specific taste. Yeah, and so. I'm not gonna say like this is a good movie. I'm gonna say this is a movie I like. Yeah, I, I do that too. 
Dunkirk, Dunkirk is the op is different though. You can say. I I guess some people might not like get emotionally connected with the with it because if I've heard that complaint where um, you you don't get a lot of backstory on the characters, mm-hmm. um, so you're just kind of dropped in there. Um, but I I think the the realism of it really sells it to me. You know, um, mm-hmm. it it. It really feels like um, like a reproduction of the the actual events of World War Two. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's the way that it that it honestly yeah got me involved. I, for me, like I mean, I haven't seen many war movies since Saving Private Ryan. Um, I don't think there's been a lot that have come out. You know, there's Hacksaw Ridge, which was okay in the last like forty minutes. But uh, I think, yes, it's the most authentic war movie since Saving Private Ryan, probably. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So. Well, cool. This is a very movie-centric episode. I've been, I've been kind of wanting to have a movie-centric episode I for a know while. I know But, uh, hey, you know what I want to tease in the next episode? My friends have been asking me to talk about why I have fallen out of love with the MCU. Oh, which yeah. Which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> So, we'll talk about that in the next episode, I guess. That's going to be about four hours. <laughs> I will condense it to like 10 or 20 minutes. Yeah. That's what I'll do. Okay. Hey, it's been real. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun. We're going to go see Mother. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's so, what we're doing now. Yeah. Uh, I hope that I'm not scarred. I've heard it's a disturbing I've heard movie. it's... Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah we're gonna go see mother by danzig mother <laughs> tell your children not to gonna, run my way gonna see mother by john lennon <laughs> where he goes mother <laughs> that was a decent john lennon <laughs> impression <laughs> yeah thank you okay Welp. oh wait That's hold it. on hold on i can do this just um Give me one second. Just give him one extra minute. I know that we've gone over our time today, but Jared really wants you guys to hear this. I want to be able to play this outro. It's going to be so worth it, you guys. Oh, man, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Oh. Oh. Oh, you can play the outro now. I did it. Wow. Wow.